Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on a Saturday morning. It's all about cartoons, man. Yeah, it is. We start off with some of the originals, and we got some. Uh, well, this was never on this, Saturday. This was on Sunday. This, but it's, I said it's about cartoons. It's on Sunday evening. This is prime time. Let's say right cartoon. Here. Let's say animation. Listen, I don't. I don't see if, Simpsons as a cartoon. As, as the man said, it's, if, anim, <laughs> it's animation. If yoga was invented in Wisconsin, it'd be called stretching. Okay, so don't give me this animation <laughs> stuff. It's animation. Somebody else said that. I, I, didn't, yeah, I stole that line, but man. It it's is. cartoons. Uh, Sam well. and Greg, on this 17th day of December, it's all about cartoons because we are back on a Saturday morning. We have been gone. We we, we paid our pettance, and we are back. This is the beginning. We're showing our age simply by saying Saturday morning is a cartoon. Yeah, because I was now, proud to do it. Because now you got a got a channel folks can watch cartoons anytime they want. I know, but we've had a cartoon. You get your show, you do it how you want channel. to. We, if you were listening an hour ago, we started the show with the Bugs Bunny thing. <laughs> yeah, we did, and I sang half of it. <laughs> and that's the cartoons we used to get Absolutely. up and watch. Right, Saturday morning, get up, man, and, and, get your bowl and, of cereal, and, and you you watch it. By the way, we didn't see Michael Jordan playing with the Rugrats, did he? No, no, he's playing with Bugs Bunny, right? That's all I got to say. And all LeBron. Right, right. right. Uh, again, we're going to have David Archer join us. We're going to talk some NFL, going to talk some Falcons, going to talk some Quarterback QB change. change. Yeah, yeah, QB change coming up here. But we say to you at the top of every hour, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you people in uh, Gainesville. 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 Ooh. First it was Peachtree City, now yeah. it's Gainesville. On they the other got... side of the lake. Yeah. Only the, the Red Elephants. And and that's who they are. They're the Red Elephants. Gainesville, Gainesville High School. Red Elephants. There's only how many high schools that, that, that in is Gainesville? Coach, that is coach. That is coach Niblett, Coach Josh Niblett, who previously was at Hoover, Alabama, came over there and got them to the state championship game. They failed to Langston Hughes, but in his first season there, they get to the state champion. Remember now, last time he coached in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, he was still coaching Hoover, and they came over and beat our folks. And went back to Alabama. So right. So I mean, they didn't invite they didn't invite Hoover Alabama back to Cookie Cal. <laughs> and maybe that's all his fault. Yeah. yeah. But but it's, uh, at Gainesville, he he had a great first season up there. People up there are very excited. Um, yeah. Bringing us back on course. The reason we start came back with the Simpsons and again cartoons today was the day the Simpsons Simpsons premiered December seventeenth. Really? Okay. Give me the year. I'm not sure, but it was, it was on a Sunday though. It wasn't a Saturday. Oh, okay, but it doesn't matter. This was the day. Okay. Eric, you want to give me a year? Did you look? No, ask our guests. Oh, let's do that. How about that? As we welcome in our cousin, our little baby cousin. We're yeah, very protective yeah, of her. We are. We and, are. And, but since she was here last, uh, she is a newly crowned mama. Yeah. I think she was still. She's been on since, since oh, the baby. Oh, really? Yeah. I, thought, I thought she was. We've had her on since the baby. Okay, I thought they were still in the oven cooking in there. No, know, man. They, sure. they, they back, they out? Boy, they out. They the, out and complaining, boy, huh? boy, they out. Well, mm, it's about time you put them to work. We'll talk about casting calls <laughs> yeah, a little we, bit, Yeah, we're going to get them jobs. We're going to get them jobs. That's <laughs> they need to start hurting their old key. <laughs> Larisha Harris, uh, ESPN, and all manner of other networks out <laughs> just making one of your relatives laugh. It is. It is. Larisha, it is. you remember what year The Simpsons came out? If you had to take a guess. Good morning. Good morning. Um, do I want to take a guess? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're not a Simpsons fan. You didn't watch The Simpsons. I have, but I am not going to fake you out. Like I know what year they came out. Well, I just know they've guess. been on for a long time. Yeah. Take a guess. Okay, I'll give All you a right, hint. Fine, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hint. It was a, it was a year of a very famous World Series. Something oh, that's, happened. That's not a just great other clue. Than, that's a great clue. You like that one? Okay. It, it happened a really? year. Of a, 
Yeah, a very famous something happened. Yeah, think, think very bridge. Famous think bridge, Lou Richard. Now you ain't in this area. Back <laughs> off, man. 1989. There you go. He gave it. He might as well just told you. See there. See, see there. there. See there. I can't let y'all double no, team no. her like that. That's my girl. <laughs> hey, you ain't in the family. You just you neighbor. <laughs> you you bookman. Go on over. Not bookman. Oh yeah, my goodness. I appreciate the assistance. Thank you, Larissa. Thank you. How is the how are the babies doing? Oh, my goodness. The babies are getting so big. They are 14 months now. They're walking. So they are in everything. Mm. I've had to baby-proof my house. It is crazy. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're in everything. They got upset because we had to put a barricade around our Christmas tree, and they wanted to get to it and split <laughs> down and everything. So, funny, yeah, we, that's how we're doing. It's funny. We do the same thing with Jesse. Yeah, you had to put, put a little barrier up there. Keep the dog up, out man, there and all yeah, that man. stuff. Oh, absolutely. You got to right, do well, that. You gotta listen, do that. I'm, I'm sure you would not trade any of the <laughs> the things that you put up in your house to baby-proof or whatever problems they are dealing with right now. I, I would imagine you wouldn't trade it for the world. Oh, no. Not at all. Would not. Would not. But you know what, Greg? They let her come up for air this weekend. And I actually saw Larissa yesterday, not once but twice. Really? And went over to the Omni Hotel. She celebration <laughs> bowl. She's like, and you laughing. She I saw her early. I saw her in the morning. And then I saw her uh, again last night. She was getting some food last night. But 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 Larissa, mm-hmm. talk talk about the just the vibe. Um you've been over the team hotel and around the players and the teams and um talk about y- your vibe as we are now less than three hours away from the, the uh, celebration ball. Well, one is always so much fun to to see how the Omni prepares for the flock of people that comes for this game, right? We know uh, that's where like the headquarters and stuff is and everything happens, you know, at the Omni. And so it's been a blast just running into everyone, seeing different people. Like this is the only bowl game that I know of that has a full-blown barbershop, like ready and waiting for whoever needs to come and make sure they look good for this game. And (laughs) I I enjoy it. I love it. Like everyone is just having a good time. You know, you see the various sets of the team everywhere. Like, I think it's really cool how they have it. They have like these little um, areas all throughout the hotel that have the helmets. And then it's like a fun fact about each team on it. And so I, I've just been enjoying myself, enjoying just the energy and, and the hype around this game, how people are excited about it, to see all the alumni, just not only from these two institutions, but from various HBCUs come into town to support these institutions for this bowl game. It's been a lot of fun. Larisha Harris joining Sam and Greg Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929game.com. You know who's screaming at the radio right now when Larisha said that about the barbershop? Our boys over at Off the Hook. Off the Hook. Carl and Maurice and all of them, because they do. They're going to be busy in a couple of weeks. They, yeah, they have been they in the past. Now, Peach Bowl. That might be, that might have changed a you know little that, bit. Know they ain't that. changed, so they're still there. I know the day they're going to. Okay, all right. Well, yeah, our boys at Off the Hook do yeah. the guys from the National Championship and the Peach Bowl games and all that. So, yeah, there's uh Again, another opportunity to make some money in the city. You just got to know where to look. But that money flying through the air. Larissa, um, I want to ask you, uh, not from your work seat, if you will, but just as a football fan and what you have enjoyed the most, the spotlight that Dion has brought to all the HBCU programs and how they're covered uh, this past season. I think he's just – he's helped – bring the attention that I I believe all HBCUs have deserved before. Um, 
there's a spotlight on the students now. People are are looking and watching and waiting to see something happen um, from these guys, from these players. And not only that, I feel like a lot of the players um, at various HBCUs are getting the attention that they deserve for the talent that that's there. Because the talent is there. You just have to go find it. And, and I, I believe he's helped to bring that. And he's helped to shine a light on institutions, like I said, that needed it. And so – I'm I'm happy and, and proud. You know, you're always sad to see people go. Um, I knew something like this was going to happen with Dion. I didn't think it was going to happen this early, mm-hmm. but you, you you always knew it was going to happen. Um, so I know today will will be bittersweet for him. Um, but hey, you got to give the man his props. He came in and did exactly what he said he was going to do. And and for me, I think that's what matters. Yeah. Wow, that yeah. was great! I know you great. That was great. She did a wonderful job. You did. She did a she, very good job. She bit half that tongue. So that, yeah, she, yeah, she, cause she, you know, because 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 she feel a certain way, but she was yeah. a professional there. Right, that you were. Great. You you being professional, I may be a little less professional, but, but because I could, because I'm agreeing with what, 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 a lot of what you're saying, and also he's an advocate. I would say advocate yeah. for players from HBCUs. The NFL has a yeah. tradition of waiting wait, waiting till the draft is over and signing HBCU players to free agent contracts, knowing full well these guys are good enough to make the team. You know, so you're going to sign them for less and come in and fight fight their way for a, uh, a spot on your team, knowing this dude is probably going to end up being a starter. That has happened down yeah. through the years. You know, HBC, and so a voice like his is one that is hard for people to ignore. And so to me, that's the other thing that it does was an advocate. But the thing I like about today, LaRish, and the thing I'm a little sad, and this is a little problem I got with, with Coach Prime, is that today we're going to see what I will call the unicorn. We're going to see the number one high school recruit from last year playing for an HBCU in this game. Travis Hunter from Lawrenceville, Collins Hill High School, will play in this game today. We don't know where he will play next season. And me, I was looking forward to seeing him go through Jackson State to the National Football League. That's something that we, that's, to me that's being taken away from us. And so that's 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 the one one hang up I got with what's going on. I want to sit yeah. down and watch Sunday night football and in in four years and hear him say Travis Hunter, cornerback, the Jackson State University, and we're not gonna get that. So that's that's but but who will be next? Who will be that next player that will step out of line and do what right. he did and play in this game today? Now I'm gonna ask you who you think gonna win the game. Because everybody thought Jackson State was gonna win it last year. Everybody, oh Jackson State gonna just run them off the field. Didn't happen. Um how does that look if Sanders loses this game, going out to Colorado? I guess the folks of Colorado kind of don't care. I was going to say they ain't going to care. But, but, but what, <laughs> what, 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 what do you think happens in this game today? Well, I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting for real because you got the Tigers defense, which is ranked number one in the SWAC, and then the Eagles offense, which is ranked number one in the MEAC. And, I mean, when I saw um, – the Eagles, when I saw Central sort of walking around and even when I had the opportunity to to speak with their players and to talk with the coaches, these guys are amped and ready because they know, like, the stigma that's around Jackson State. They know, like, the the highlight and and all the the talk that's been around Jackson State. And they feel like, you know, they hadn't somewhat gotten that this year. And they feel like they are looked at as the underdog and whatnot. And so for them, they have this huge chip on their shoulder and they are – ready to come out swinging and their coach their head coach uh coach oliver he even told me like hey we ain't we ain't going down without a fight 
Like that's that's not happening. I mean, he didn't quite say it like that. I gave you guys the, the good version here, but uh, thank you. <laughs> the, the, the clean the clean version. But I mean, you get you get what I'm saying. Like there's this extra intensity that these guys are walking around with, and so I think anything is liable to happen. Um, I am just ready to see what's going to happen. Like I I don't even want to say like oh this person is going to win, this team is going to win because. You know, in situations like this, it's really about who wants it more. And so, y'all, I'm really split. I don't know because I talked to both teams and I got to sit down and and, and enjoy conversations with the, the guys from either side. And so, for me, I'm kind of stuck in the middle. I don't even want to say who, who's going to win this one. Ooh, look at this. Look at this. <laughs> oh, well, she's, 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 she's been a professional this whole segment. Well, why she has never changed now? You know. Larissa, we, we got we up against it. <laughs> yeah, we we got to ask you one final question. You got to make it kind of quick. All right, so okay. as the girls grow, and not that you're going to do this, but obviously education to the highest level is, is most important for you and, and their fathers. But, father, but if you had to push them toward one or the other aspects of your life, what would it be, broadcasting or sports? Um, I'm actually one of those parents that will push them based upon their gifts and what they want to do. If sports is what they want to do, then we are going to go for it, and we are going to uh, make sure they attack it in, in all angles and, and everything that need, they need to get done. So, I mean, okay. I, I hope it's sports. Um, but, hey, if it's not, that's okay, cool. Whatever their gifts are, whatever God gave them, Mama's going to make sure they follow it. All right. All, all right, folks. That's a good answer. Yeah. She's been a pro she this is. whole time. And she is social, by the way. You can follow her on Twitter. At Larisha underscore H. At Larisha underscore H. Thank you for being a part of our first Saturday show in forever, Larisha. We miss you. I know. Thank you. I miss y'all too. All right. <laughs> hey, hey, Merry Christmas to you. All right. Give, give yes, a, happy holidays. And, and, and you, need to, you need to start telling them kids you were on with Uncle Greg and Uncle Sam. Yeah, there you go. I got y'all. All right. <laughs> Make me feel confident there. <laughs> David Archer is going to join us next. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus will do. Sports Radio 9290Game.com. I am ready for Christmas. Because this is my this song. Is, this is Sam's song. That's why I want to step love, on I it. I simply love this song. So. <laughs> uh, Sam and Greg with you on a Saturday morning. Glad you're with us on Saturday morning. And thank you, our listeners, uh, for bearing with us and sticking with us and staying with us uh, on weekend mornings. But we're going to be here for you now on Saturday and Sunday morning. You're going to get two doses of us. Uh, you know, <laughs> Not, two, and it two, ain't castor oil. No, no, this is gonna be two, 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 uh, two, uh, two uh, you know, splashes of cream in your coffee. How about that on the morning? Oh, well, yeah, that'll work know, if you uh, want. What, what you were kind of like splashing your coffee? Would you like? We just happen to be half back. and half. We like do, a little. I, I do Amaretto, a little, little hazelnut. 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 Hazel, but hazelnut. I don't have to be the, the, the splash. I can do the French vanilla. What, what you know? What, <laughs> whatever you like in your coffee, <laughs> we we gonna have two splashes for you. Can we remind people that today yes. we have got NFL action yes, we along do. with everything else. We've got the Colts at the Vikings. We've got Baltimore at Cleveland and Miami at Buffalo. 
all games. If you can't get in front of a TV, you can hear right here on Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. And everything gets started pregame at 1230. And if we're going to talk about some stuff having to do with the NFL, yeah. we got to bring in our guy. Absolutely. You've been waiting to talk to him, too. I've been, I've been waiting. waiting to talk to him, too. It's been a minute. We see him, and I ain't even seen him in the hallways in a while, either. I know it, man. I'm not seeing <sighs> this guy. It was great to see him. My goodness, they have this guy on the program with us. Um, welcome to the show on the WaitForIt.com hotline. David Archer, uh, obviously we hear him on Sundays, but he's getting up to be with us on Saturday morning. Arch, how are you? And he gets an Emmy for what you were talking about, too. Oh, my goodness. Well, Arch- it's good good to be with you guys. You guys are completely underselling. Forget the coffee. I mean, how many people go back for an extra extra helping at Christmas time for that Christmas feast? You got we get two helpings of Greg and Sam. I love that. Ah, oh, look at that Saturday one Sunday. Take See, an extra twenty out of petty cash. <laughs> Take an extra twenty out of petty cash. No, I got to talk about this guy. I got to talk about this guy. Sam's Arch, got something for you. I man. haven't seen you or uh, spoken to you since the Tampa Bay game, and uh, I still the, the the exemplary work you did, man. You took the wheel. You know, Wes was having trouble getting down there to you, and you had to call that thing, and I thoroughly enjoyed it, man. I thoroughly yes. enjoyed well, you're, you. Yes. You're very kind. You're very kind, Sam. <laughs> um, you, you're the professional. I'm, I'm a guy that's just kind of trying to work at it, and I appreciate you saying that. It means a lot to me. It's like uh, you got a piece of blacktop, and you just try to keep it on the blacktop. And it don't, don't matter where the lines are, just keep it on the blacktop. <laughs> <laughs> had that been your first – when was the first time you, you did play-by-play? I did play by play in some preseason games for the Falcons, so I've done it a couple of times. Um, but yeah, it, it was not. We had not done a regular season game, and of course, that one caught us off guard because Wes had some travel issues, and and we were able to work through it. Bo Morgan was a huge help, uh, who's our executive producer of Falcon Radio. He was right there with me, so he was kind of holding my hand and made sure the turning wheels didn't come off. But uh, we were somehow we guided it home. I hope. Hope we didn't too, turn too many away from listening to the game on the radio. No, you were great, man. Nah, man. Matter of fact, I, I was hoping you were going to pull off the win. I said, what if Arch pulls off the win here <laughs> over, over, over Tom Brady? And well, he, if we uh, won that one with, against the GOAT, we probably wouldn't have allowed Wes back in. So <laughs> 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 Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, joined by uh, David Archer. Uh, David, Listen, you're the you're the person to go to when we talk about what happened this past week. And first of all, has it ever happened to you where there was a quarterback change during your playing career that involved you on the plus side or negative side? But what are um what's it like in the locker room this week with the with with the Falcons? Well, there's certainly uh, I've had a couple of instances with this, both one, one on the good and one on the bad. One was because of an inju- injury, uh, and it's ironic because my first NFL start was in the Kingdom in Seattle, and it was a very similar building to this building. I was a young player against the, the a really good Seattle uh, Seahawks team. The Dave Craig, Steve Largent, Kenny Easley, yeah. Jacob Green guys, they were really good. Sammy, you remember those teams? Really good team. Um, really hard to play in that building, really loud. So you take what they do now in that outdoor building uh, in Seattle, which is kind of renowned for being a tough place to play, put that inside. That was what I was confronting. That's what Desmond Ritter's going to get this weekend. Uh, and it's kind of twofold in the fact that this building is one that it's tough anyway. And then you put the Falcons in the building, which the Saint fans and the Saints don't really like anyway. So that, that magnifies the situation. So a really interesting test for the young guy. So I can, I can empathize and, and kind of understand what he's going through. As far as the locker room goes, this can be – uh, can be uh, an energy builder, and I think that that it. I think I want to focus on that because I think that's what this is. I think this is one where 
The offense was floundering some. We'd scored under 20 points the last few times out. Uh, and I really felt like, guys, that this last game that we played against Pittsburgh, Marcus had done a lot of things in the game to keep you in the game, and it made some plays to provide you an opportunity to win the game. I felt like that the loss uh, against Pittsburgh, there were plays in the game that he didn't make that actually cost you the game. And he had a couple guys open for touchdowns that he just simply didn't see. Uh, and so he was, yeah, a tough outing. And, and so I thought that this was the right time to make the change. The young quarterback had learned a lot, and he was ready to go. So, uh, But I think that there's some energy in the room. Uh, he and Drake London have been boys since they got here, which is kind of cool. We wide receiver quarterback combination that have kind of been palling around and hanging out together anyway. And now all of a sudden they're going to get a chance to do it on the field. Uh, that could be fun as well. That's David Archer, one of the voices of Atlanta Falcons broadcast on uh, joining Sam and Greg Sports Radio 929 the game, 929 the game.com. I'm gonna give you a scenario here. You're on one of the flights back after a Falcons game. You got a seat open next to you, and you find yourself all of a sudden Desmond Ritter sitting next to you. And he asks you how long it took for you to have the game slow down when you became an NFL quarterback. Because we always hear that. The game, this guy, the game is, is, is finally slow for this guy. How many years, how many seasons does that take? What would you tell him your experiences were? Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a really quality question, Greg, and, and I, I think it's different for different guys, right? It looked like it was different for Dan Marino when he got in and, and things slowed down for him. It looked like it took longer for John Elway. Elway really struggled in his first couple, you know, season and a half or so. Uh, those are a couple of guys that I played against. For me, uh, I didn't play until the end of my first year. Uh, I got a chance to play at the end of the season. And then we were five games when Steve Barkowski went down, and I took over as the starter. So I had a chance to be around the game a little longer. But I would say from a from an in-game scenario, it probably was at the end of my second season after playing probably eight or ten games where I finally got a chance to say, okay, you know, I'm settled in here. I see what's going on. My pre-snap feel was fine. I was getting us in the right things, and I was seeing things based on what I was seeing Monday on tape. I was reading things out properly. So at that point, the game, I guess, had slowed down for me some. The thing you had to keep in mind for Desmond Ritter is he played 50-plus games in college. Uh, third all-time winner in college quarterback as a quarterback behind, what, Kellen Moore and, and Colt McCoy. Uh, those two guys are the only two guys that have won more games in college football than Desmond Ritter has. Um, so the guy knows how to win. The guy's played in games. Now, whether you want to talk about the level of play in the AAC, he probably played three or four games each year that would qualify as some of the sort of big-time games. Uh, certainly the game against Alabama was his last game, and that was not one of his better games. It was not a game that he'd like to reflect on, but still experience counts. Um, for him, uh, I think that it's going to take a few games. There's no question about that, but we what what did Brock Purdy, what's Brock Purdy been doing? And that's really the bar that's been set here out in San Francisco. Purdy's a guy that played a lot of football at Iowa State, uh, much like Desmond Ritter has. Uh, those guys have a lot of experience in, in different situations. And so I think guys are more, a little bit more prepared, Greg, and a long answer here, but a, lo- a little bit more prepared to do this than maybe they were when I came out. Folks, we're pleased to be spending some time on the WaitForIt.com hotline with David Archer. He is social. You can find him on Twitter at ArcherQB16, all lowercase letters there, ArcherQB16, if you want to follow some of the things that he has and some of the thoughts on the Falcons. They get set to take on the Saints tomorrow uh, in New Orleans. Um, I'm going to ask you this question. we got four games with this guy starting. Does he have pressure to go out 
and prove to this team that they don't need to draft another quarterback in the draft? And, I mean, no, maybe well, nobody's saying that, but to me that's the elephant in the room. Yeah, Sam, I think it's probably just there. You know, it's not something you need to talk about. It's certainly not something he needs to load on his plate. Uh, you know, I think that there's just an innate thing that's sitting there that you kind of realize that that's kind of what part of the part of the equation here. Uh, make no mistake, uh, Arthur Smith is plugging him in to the to the game this weekend because they need a spark. They're not plugging him in to get a chance to look at him. I think that that's part of the misnomer here. Oh, well, this is an opportunity for the Falcons to look at their young quarterback. That's just a byproduct of what's happening. Yeah, you're going to get a chance to look at him. We need to win games, and he's being plugged in as a try to spark this team because we haven't been able to do enough in the passing game to help complement which has been the fourth best rushing team in the in the league, and so he's gonna he's coming in as a spark. Um, so I think that's the big part about it. The byproduct is certainly you're going to get a chance to look at him, and yes, the 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 elephant there is in the room, and he's sitting there very prominently in the corner that you're going to chance to look at him for four games. It's a good test. He goes on the road, one of the most uh, toughest environments in football to play in ball in uh, in New Orleans. Then he's got to go play a team that's, that's vying to win the division in the AFC North in Baltimore. And then he gets the, the Cardinals coming here who are a little banged up and obviously without Kyler Murray, but you get, you get the goat comes in here the last game of the year. So really pretty good test of, of a group of teams two are vying for playoff spots. One's your all time division rival in a hostile environment. So about as good a cross section of games as you could have wanted to evaluate a player. David, you're the guy to ask for this um, college football lost a very good coach this past week, but they also lost an all-time great character. Could you have played for Mike Leach, or would you have enjoyed playing for that guy? Well, I, I've talked to a number of, play, uh, number of players that played for him this week, uh, Greg, and, and Mike Leach was phenomenal. Um, mind and innovator helped uh, kind of take Hal Mummy's air raid to another level, and obviously there's off-branches of all that. I've had a chance to talk to Graham Harrell and some of the guys that played for him on those Texas Tech teams. Um, it would have it would have been a chore to learn the offense because there was it was a memorization offense that had no rhyme or reason to it. You know, you used to when you designed routes, you would put numbers on routes, and six eighteen would be an in cut with a flat with a guy going over the top of the post. That didn't re, that that's not what that meant in his offense. It just meant this. And you say, well, why did it mean that? Well, that's just what it means. And so that made it difficult. So <laughs> okay. just remember. You know, like the 90 series would be a quick series. The 80 series would be a five-step series. Mm -hmm. That's not what it meant. He said 95 means this. Well, why does it mean that? That's just what it means. There was no rhymer. So that made it very difficult for these guys to learn. Now, make no mistake, he put out a lot of players. And I thought he provided – I think we talked so much about what he did. I think ultimately I could have played for him, certainly. And I I love the character and all that kind of stuff, the levity around the game. But – his, you think about the coaching tree. I think everybody talks about the coaching tree. Maybe a couple of the QBs and stuff. Think about the guys like Wes, Wes Welker and Danny Amendola and guys who have never, maybe ever played in the National Football League that played because of his system and what it provided. Those guys, little slot receivers that now we think of as commonplace. Right. Hey, I got to have one of those guys in my system. I got to have a slot receiver. He perfected that and made that happen. So there's guys playing in the league that probably would have never played had not Mike Leach not designed the offense. Yeah, Cooper Cup, MVP of the Super Bowl yeah, last year. Absolutely. Guys like that. Hey, David, man, don't be a stranger around here. This has been fantastic, man. Really? 
Really? Hey, I'll, I'll come back tomorrow for my for my a little bit more cornbread dressing, man. I can't wait. <laughs> David, we'll uh, look forward to your call on Sunday. But again, thank you as always for uh, the contributions you make to our show, and we couldn't be happier to have you back. Thanks, fellas. Great to have you guys on the weekend, all weekend. Thank you all. Thank you, David. Thanks, Archie, joining us here. We're going to wrap things up a little bit here. Some stuff we haven't got to, believe it or not. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, back on a Saturday. And you can take us with you on the Odyssey app, too. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 The Game.com. It's Sam is doing his, his Jackie Jackson, Jackie Jackson impression. <laughs> He's not doing my he doing Marlon or Jackie. One of the two. He's doing some right? background moves background, on that one. His background on that one, man. Sammy. That's one of those songs that they I don't know who wrote that one, but it's one like everybody in Motown recorded that. Everybody the, in the, music, period, recorded yeah, but, but, that. But especially Motown. Yeah, they probably had their own writers. I don't know, and dudes. Oh, yeah. I mean, man, me like Smokey. Well, if you look at a lot of records back in the day, records, um, you, you mm-hmm. see songs were written by the corporation. Yeah. And that was the combination of Smokey Robinson and, and Barry Gordy and Nick Ashford, Valerie Simpson. All those, right. those people just got in the room and just wrote songs and say, here, sing this. Here, sing that. It just shows the genius. Uh, that was a, just a, just around. Don't at, ask at me why this popped in my head when you were telling me that. All oh, of no. a sudden, as that is polar opposite of Springsteen, who would never write with anybody. Yeah. And 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 I found myself spending more time than I thought I would watching that Springsteen Howard Stern interview. Okay. And it was pretty compelling. Here, this first of all, that's the most I ever heard Bruce Springsteen talk, and he's got a sinister kind of laugh. Like he got a laugh when he laughs. It it, it sounds like something. Like the bad dude in a movie would have. Really? That's his natural laugh. But it's just things I learned I, I didn't know about. But yeah, he was, there's a reason they call that dude the boss. Okay. Or he, okay. Is, okay. he has no collaboration with nobody. But, <laughs> you know, he's got OCD. One of the things that he and I have in common, and I would imagine millions of other people like yourself too, broadcasters, people in, in show business, one way or the other. But if you're doing something creatively, God given talent, whether it's singing or, or, or talking like us or whatever it is, when you have a bad show, it eats at you till you yeah. get back yeah. and do the next one. Yeah. And he was talking about that. Um, so it was one of the things that I couldn't relate to anything else Bruce Springsteen said, but that I related to because when we have a bad show, yeah. especially when we have to sit on it for a week. Yeah, man. That's, yeah, everybody else around here, they come back in. You know, come right back. Oh, Tuesday, we it off good, tomorrow. We'll good be right one back. on Wednesday. Yeah. Nope, we got to sit on it for a week. So that was one of the things. Uh, again, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. We are back on Saturday mornings. We started the show off this morning with a new feature called Story of the Week. This is just Sam and I, after being away from you all week long, we come in here. We're going to tell you what we think were our stories of the week. You started the show with? Bailey Tardy, who's got her PGA, her LPGA uh, card at 26 uh, taking a minute or two, but at University of Georgia, uh, Norcross High School, Greater Atlanta Christian, uh, was this All-American star. You'd think it has rolled right into the, the pro career, would be successful, and didn't quite go that way. But she stuck with it, stuck with it, stuck with it, and this week she went through Q, Q School. She will be LPGA Tour 
Name George next week. And mine is Alex Ovechkin. Why do I have a hard time saying his name? Well, he is. Well, you ain't. You're not alone with that. Alex Ovechkin. A lot of folks have problems. If you follow hockey, you you know his name. This guy is going to be. Well, right now he's sitting third, but he's one goal behind Gordie Howe, and he's 93 behind 94 behind Wayne Gretzky. But he is in rarefied air, and it happened this past week with a hat trick, mind you, yeah. against them dudes on Madison up in Chicago. Yeah. As, as that's the way to Beth do it. Loftus would say, the Blackhawks. If you're going to do oh. it, that's the way to do it. Yeah, he did it right up there, with, right in front of that uh, Michael statue. And so he got to 800. He's one behind Gordie Howe, and Gretzky's got. 894. So to put him in a, in a spot that I guess it's much like Babe Ruth when he sat there and was the only dude over 700 for all those years until Hank Aaron joined him. Mm-hmm. So Gordie Howe was sitting there at 800 forever until Wayne Gretzky came around. So if Ovechkin and a lot of these hockey people think he's going to get close to 100 more, I don't see it, but they know better than me that he could get you know, close to Gretzky, if not pass him, then yeah. he got to get 900. And eight ninety seven doesn't work. Okay, if Gretzky's got eight ninety four, just get the other six and get to nine hundred. Then you can retire. Um, by the way, for yeah. everybody out there, we have made the Facebook page of the Paulding County Fire and Rescue. Yes, we have. You and I. Yes. Uh, you hear us talk about Chief Brandon all the time, and he's by the way he's sitting back waiting on a honey bank ham. Right now, like a lot of people during the holidays, you order that ham. You wait for go that place open. You go early yeah, in the morning. Man. You don't want to wait till late in the day. Now you want to be there when the door opens. I think we having that too for Christmas Eve. The, beer, have that? the, the honey baked ham, and then I'm gonna make my mac and cheese and probably okay. some green beans and then okay. little potpourri stuff. And you know, yeah. so the ham is that's that's working. I'm going year. to Greg's house <laughs> with an empty plate. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and a doggy in my own Tupperware. That's, we that's, tupperware. Where we, that's where we keep Jesse at the front door. <laughs> that, 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 that tupperware. We bring you um, own Tupperware. That's nice. But apparently uh, they did a, a story. Chief Brandon had mm-hmm. a story done on him, and he mentions us in it. Wow. So I wanted to uh, make sure that, we, you know, Paulding County, uh, Chief Brandon Newsom of the Paulding County Fire Department sits down and takes a drive with Sergeant Ashley Henson, and we learn what is going on behind the badge? That's his title. So check that out. Paulding County uh, Fire and Rescue, right there, right off the rip. You're talking to Brandon. Very nice. Um, very nice. You we want to talk about that. We mentioned that. You know, I, I told you I ran into a young man who plays with the Jackson State football team, who's you know graduate and interested. I just ran into him. I said, "So what, what's your major?" And he told me something in the area of criminal justice. I said, "What do you want to do? You work in law enforcement? You want to come to Atlanta? We got a lot of folk looking for." Yeah, uh, he's, he's, you know, and he's already graduated. So I mean, after he plays this game today, you know, he's going to be starting to hunt, right? Now, you know? if he if he if he's fortunate enough to get hooked up with a department or or go through the process of getting one, that's great. If he doesn't, and he's that size that you told me, the film industry could absolutely use him. <laughs> Next thing, Denzel's coming back to town. He said, well, he needs a bodyguard. <laughs> he needs some, you know, there are people like that. Now, it wouldn't be his, of course, but there are needs. I'm telling you guys, and I'm just going to say this, 92.9thegame.com slash casting call. Got a few in front of the camera ones that I put up last week, but this is the time of year where I just sort of take those down for the next couple of weeks and just let you guys see for the, the process that's in place to find out the jobs behind the camera. Mm-hmm. And it is unfortunate, and I don't say this, Lightly, but there's going to be way too many people, and it happens every year, that get that are informed that their job is no longer needed yep. at the end of the year. Yep. Right? That happens. And so if you got looking for something else, you might as well you might as well leave before they tell you. 
it's going to go, if that's the case. And so I'm just saying to you, getting on a crew and the jobs that are there, up to, listen, 40 different types of jobs, 50 different types of jobs that are there, you might be considering making a change. Mm -hmm. Now, some of them you have to join the union, some of them you don't. But the film industry is just pumping money into this state left and right. And so, again, it starts at Georgia.org, but you can see how I walk you through those. Also, voiceover, um, those of you who want to start doing voiceover work or maybe give a class, a voiceover class, a workshop to a friend as a present. I have a couple contacts there for you. I have the link to the Georgia Department of Labor so you can get that certificate for all minors in the family that want to do this. And also just a list of the casting directors, all of them. And so you yourself can go to their Facebook page, their website, uh, IG, wherever they're posting jobs, and find out and do it yourself. Because that's it's not about waiting for me and Sam to come here every week or when I'm with Cannon on Star 94 on Mondays or Ramona on V103 on Tuesdays. You guys can do this yourselves. This is why I'm here. I'm just, I'm just, what's the, what's the, what's, there's a name for this. I'm, I'm your, sh- <sighs> what are you doing? I, I guess. I'm trying to think of the name. I, I, I Sherpa? Sherpa? Is that the person who leads you through? Sherpa? My Tenzing Norgay? Yeah. <laughs> Is that who I am? Um, I'm your Tenzing Norgay. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm your Sherpa leading you through. You guys are Sir Hillary, whatever his name is. or was it? <laughs> The point is, there are opportunities here. I do what I do to let you guys know about them. Okay? And I point you toward them. The rest is up to you. You know what you have to do to pay them bills and to, to, to think about maybe make a change in your life. If you have any questions about how it starts or how, to, how, you know, making sure you're getting to the right people, greg.clarksonodyssey.com. You can see the list up right now. Also, on get cast with Greg on Twitter. I didn't plan on doing a casting call, but okay, go ahead. Okay, before we go, some folks have been shouting out to me. Reese, I guess, who we met uh, at the anniversary uh, for, for the station is, is hitting yes. us back. And he's listening to us on the Odyssey app. He's in Nashville. He's listening to us this morning. He's totally enjoyed the show. And, uh, you know, that's the thing. Enjoyed us talking about Talking with Arch and right. uh, talking about high school basketball. Also, we got a shout out back from Coach White for having for having him on the show this morning. Appreciate that. One other high school yes. note: this week, high school was that was a big news to the point that this was on it was on Dukes and Bell. First of all, about the officiating oh, yeah, blunder yeah. Uh, that took place in the state championship game. I didn't get to talk with Larisha Harris about that because she was on that broadcast call. Um, and you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with that going forward. We we'll see if we get to use replay. Uh, we talked about the shot clock for basketball. We'll replay come for football, at least for the championship games, because we found out this week that the state championship games are going back to, back to the Benz, back to Mercedes-Benz Stadium uh, next week. The days are kind of fluid uh, because we don't know what the Falcons' schedule will be and hasn't been released. So it may take a date on a Thursday where the games wouldn't be able to be played. So the games right now, I think, are planned to be played on uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or is it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? Or if not, they're going to move them to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I mean, so it'll be during the week instead of toward the weekend. But you'll be inside. A lot of people want to be inside Mercedes-Benz for the state championships. So tip of the cap to everyone over at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Tip of the cap to uh, Falcons and owner Arthur Blank and Rich McKay, who was there for the ceremony there with uh, Dr. Robin Hines for GHSA for making that happen for next year for our high school state football championships. I want to ask you a question, and I don't know if you addressed it because, honestly, I wasn't really listening because I was talking to Eric about something that we have coming up here. But my question is something that may make you feel a certain way. So if you just say you don't know, you don't know. But I know that there was a question about whether or not they were going to use replay. Yeah. And yeah. has it been addressed? Did you say uh, they, one way they, or the other they they're keep, working they're, on it? They're saying that they will work on it. 
I don't, I don't know what there is to think about, but they said they got, <laughs> I don't either. They, they said they got to think about it. You in a facility with, with all the biggest the, halo, you know, or you, one of the biggest. You got how many pick your screen you want to look at? You got screens all over the place. <laughs> so, Sam, but, it has been confirmed that it will have the trial run in the Corky Kell. Trial run confirmed. Corky Kell. It's yes. been, it's for been replay. confirmed for replay. Yes. Oh, okay. there you go. Confirmed. So they're gonna try it out during the Corky Kell, yep. and uh, hopefully get the bugs worked out and be, uh, work out the system and the way to do it by the time we get. Back to the bins for the state championship games. Okay. See, Alabama already doing this. Alabama get ahead of us. Well, no. How they, Alabama? They didn't have money. You know, they didn't have to spend money on billboards this year, so they could use it for if, something if else. You have, know who's got they, the billboard downtown? Have you seen it? Who? Jackson State has the billboard. I this guess we'll year. both see it here in a few minutes on the downtown connector. Yeah, well, Jackson so. State got the billboard. I don't know if they got some. I don't know if Nick Saban. Shared some of his Aflac money with, well, with, with prime time, and he got the field. Maybe board. they took the Charles Barkley money. Maybe, maybe so, because Charles Barkley stroked him a check. Yes. Um, Million. So you know what I mean? Million. And maybe they spend a little right. bit of it downtown. Well, well me and Sam got to get down there, so y'all sign off and kick it to the next guy. Well, hang on. <laughs> you know, we want to thank Larisha Harris for coming on here, Shireman White. <laughs> also want to thank David Archer for coming on. We'll be Arch. on tomorrow from 6 until 8. Want to remind you, we got NFL action coming up here. Indianapolis, Minnesota, followed by Baltimore, Cleveland, then Miami, Buffalo. And, of course, we're going to make way for college football game time. We got three big voices coming on here. We got Randy Mack. We got Goforth. We got Chuckery, correct? I think that's a sign-off, right? How do we do on this Saturday? His first one back, man. A plus. Let's 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 uh, make sure we do it again tomorrow. Sam, let's do it. I ain't coming in though, but I'll be ready we to go. Come, we gonna bottle it up. <laughs> Six a.m. Y'all come. Y'all come back with us. You hear? That was a little clampet thing. That was nice. <laughs> Sam and Greg, Sports Radio ninety two nine the game ninety two nine the game dot com.